0: Welcome to Champagne Sunday. Hi. I'm Laurie.
1: I'm Bonnie. I'm Beth. And we're going to talk about life after divorce. And living the best, the best life. life. And the life you love. Yes, living the life you love on that other side. Cheers. Cheers. Welcome. Welcome. So, how about another question? So, I know we've talked in the past about the importance of being busy when, you're, when your kids are gone. Yes. So, how do you deal, or have you had to deal with the weird feeling of your kid having this whole other family you know nothing about? Oh, yes. And, but, and your ex being the fun parent. Okay, so it's
0: okay. I'm not concerned about that. <laughs> but no, that's okay. Yeah. But I, and I think you both know me well enough to know, I have the worst FOMO in the world. <laughs> I if so, if I think somebody's your doing something and I'm, I'm buy, not involved, yeah, I'm like, comes <gasps> by it, I'm like, oh yeah. What can I do? Like he my child came home um one weekend and I had had a party, a birthday party for a friend at my house. And he comes in, there's balloons on the ground, he goes, Mommy, did you that's how he says, Mommy, mommy, did you have a party without me? And I was like,
1: Yes. yes. And there were blue <laughs> balloons
0: and he goes, What is a was it a blue party? I said Yes. And he was like, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> so we the thing is he and I have mutual FOMO. So that I'm just always gonna wonder what he's yeah doing. doing. He's I mean to. yeah.
2: Well mine was um not fear of miss missing out, but mine was I was in the trenches is what I felt like. Because I was. And I still kinda am but I'm working my way out because there was such a disparity between our incomes? incomes. yeah, And so she would roll to her dad and he technically was the Disney dad. They were going here and they were going there and they were, I oh, mean, it was so like, you know, and, she, and I wanted her to have fun. It wasn't that I wanted her to have fun. Right. I just felt like, wow, she just has my house. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, do, we did stuff like museums and stuff but she was going here and she was going here and she was they were driving here and they were went to Dollywood and that I mean they were going places you know and it was always just like how can he blow it out of the water this weekend and all that but I you know I never felt like I was missing out
1: mm-hmm. I just
2: felt like wow he's is He's really trying now. <laughs> <laughs> Had he done that, you know, when we were married, that would have been... The things might have been different. Yeah. Delightful, but yeah. that was not at all. He didn't take any time with my kids. So it was kind of like, she would come home and say, we did this, this, and this. And I'd be like, what? See <laughs> the alien, lady like, come down and kidnap your dad. <laughs> 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 this is such a weird behavior. But I've talked to other women, and it's like once divorced... Changes the dynamic and they have to actually act and do things like be the dad like mine was really never involved in anything mm-hmm. I mean I say that when people laugh but I was the little league coach like I was like literally he did not he did not participate, participate. yeah and so the good thing about the divorce is guess what Every other weekend, he had to participate. There was no not participating. Mm -hmm. So, if anything, it made him be a better dad, Mm -hmm. which is great for my younger child, not so great for my older child, because my older child is nine years older. He didn't get any of that. He was already out of the house when the divorce happened. So, I feel like there's a little bit of tension between them, because now she gets the fun dad. Yeah. Yeah. And he never really
1: experienced that.
0: Because it comes from it it's it now he has to. Well now yeah of course it's, no cord, it's, it's cord- cord- order. Yeah, yeah but,
1: but he but he doesn't have to because that is one of the huge things that disappointed me in my divorce is that I was hoping that my ex husband would step up. And he didn't. He did not ask to have the kids. I mean that they went over a few times, but and a lot of it was just because he wasn't well, but but he just, he didn't, he did yeah. not. I was hoping that was kind of the catalyst he would need to stay well and do what he needed to do. And it just, you know, and I guess it just didn't end up that way. And so now it's, it's you know, I have FOMO in the opposite way and that my children don't have the opportunity to have Disney dad yeah. because he's gone. And there, you right. know, there's, and not that he would have ever been able to beat his disease you know, it, it would have, you know, more than likely, it would have been a continuation of, please don't come to this. And You know, I hope that you're well, but please, you know, all of those kinds of things, which was horrible to have to deal with. So it's just kind of a well, I mean, too. Well, when but he
2: comes to a ball game and is...
1: Blotto. Blotto. Yeah, it's, it's embarrassing to everybody. But everybody else everybody. sees
2: you as a family unit. It's yeah. It's very hard, because, you know, mine had some problems like that, too it's and he even when I moved here he would come and yes he did not know anybody else here except for me and my family so he would come and sit next to me and everybody would be like I mean I could just feel all the eyes in the gym yeah. on us and it was like but this isn't how it really is what yes. it looks like because I'm being nice and we're talking to each other very right. pleasant what it looks like is not the reality
1: Yeah, and well, I did that yeah. to
2: for my child.
1: Yeah, you do.
2: You I'm be, just you not behave, the kind yeah. of person that if my ex came and sat down next to me and said, How are you doing? Excited that our child is doing this activity. I'm not going to get up and move. Mm-hmm. I'm oh. not going to be ugly. Right. I'm just happy that he showed up, you know? Right. And so, but what other people saw was like, oh, are y'all getting back together? Well, no. Are y'all getting back <laughs> together? No. Well, I had pictures... People send me pictures because my dad would be in it and my brother, you know. He would not just come sit with me. And, I mean, I have a lovely family.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: No matter what the water was under the bridge, my dad has always been lovely to my ex. Included him, shook his hand, introduced him to everybody in the section, the good Mm -hmm. old boys that he used to play ball with, you know. My brother, my brother can get along with anybody. And my brother was always inclusive. There was none of this. You did my sister wrong, or you did my yeah. daughter. There was none of that. So I'm sure everybody that was in the gym or at the ball game or whatever would look at us and be like, "Hey, <laughs> well, that's, are they yeah. really
1: double the worst? Are what you know?" Yeah. Well, and <laughs> yeah, and y'all know that I've, I had the one incident oh, yeah. at a football game. It was freezing cold. My son was playing. My other son had come home from college to see his, his brother play. My daughter was there with all of her little freshman friends. It was all, and my ex husband had um, been um, drinking a lot. He was at the game separately. We didn't come together or anything. And he came, and it was so cold. He sat up behind me and was leaning on me like we were together. Mm-hmm. And I, I couldn't say anything to him Mm-mm. because. He, well, been, he didn't want to cause a scene. Well, either. he had been drinking. It could have gone one way or the other. It would have gone, "Okay, I'm so sorry," and he'd have moved up to Rose and been fine, or he would have caused a humongous scene in front of all of these people with all of our kids in front there. Of your kids, yeah. yeah, and and my kids' friends. And and so I just sat there and, and let it happen, and we made my I had ridden with friends and we followed him to a hotel and made sure he spent the night at a hotel that night in this little city because he had been drinking and didn't. We were an hour and a half away. He didn't need to drive home. Um, and someone at this game took a picture and sent it to his girlfriend. And it was a huge thing between him and his girlfriend. It's like I wish I could have told her. It was nothing. Come get it. Yeah, please. He, he, no. he's in this hotel room. <laughs> please come take it. <laughs> right? and, 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 and my his relationship, my it was so pleasant during the time he had mm-hmm. this girlfriend because. He was he was because awesome. he, had a he had a girlfriend. Yes, yeah. and they broke up, and I'm like, ah, oh, why, why? Because <laughs> this is
2: wrong. No, but I can Get just tell. Get back together. You I can, can just, just tell. the atmosphere. It was your basketball season. The first time it happened, and it's like, not everybody stopped talking, but it felt like everybody in the
1: crickets. Stand. Everybody's looking at y'all. I
2: was looking at. I was like, oh my gosh. Isn't that but, funny? No, it is so much better when mine has. Someone, and you know, I don't wish ill on him. I hope that he's happy, and but I hope know, that he
0: finds somebody. I don't, I don't wish ill on my ex husband either. I really don't. Like, I, I agree. I hope he finds somebody who's just right for him.
1: Yeah, well, and that's helpful for your kids. But I think, and when I think what comes down to you at your basketball game, me at my football game, um, you when you see your ex husband out with his significant other. We all just want to protect our kids. Yeah. We don't have a dog in that fight anymore. No. No. We did not want to get back. Yeah, we don't we are not interested in rekindling any kind of relationship that okay. way. But I think regardless what we're talking about is protecting our kids. Yeah. And when we are kind to our ex-husbands even if we don't feel like they are, you know, they even if, no matter what happened between all of us, when we were kind to them, when we treat their significant other, significant others, with kindness, mm-hmm. when we um, allow our children the space to have these relationships with our significant others' people, then we're allowing them to grow as people, and we're mm-hmm. also remaining their safe space. You know, well, not just that. I think you're modeling a behavior that
2: you hope, in the future, if they ever have to go through this, that they'll look back and say.
0: You don't have to be bitter, and you don't oh, have to be
2: ugly. Yes, Listen, I just, I
0: one hundred percent of the way I feel about how to negotiate. You know, the divorce and his new partner and and the whole situation is because my parents had a terrible divorce. It was so, um, like, at not. I can't think of it. Was a word. it traumatic? Yeah. It w- for it was you just like sisters? Yes. It was volatile. It was like it, it was not a good situation and they hated each other. And I thought, like this whole time I thought it does not have to be like that. No, like we okay. can just recognize, okay, this part is over. Yes, yes, you know, we were together, we're not together anymore. Like we have different we've shifted the way we feel about each other. And as all, a child and all of divorce,
1: true. you have a very unique perspective, especially one like that, yeah. of what you know you don't want your child to have as an experience. No, no. You
0: want it to be like just natural you want it evolution. To be as, as it easy. feels like this is the natural evolution of things. Like right. sometimes relationships just don't work out. Right. And when they don't work out, you shift to what the next natural you know, evolution is. Which is you know, that people move on, that you figure out how to co parent or whatnot. Like my sister, um my sister is really so the person she was married to was married before and had two kids. And then she married him and had two more kids. So they're, her, her children have half siblings that are my nieces and nephews, like all of them. And she's now divorced from that person. But she and the first ex-wife are very close because they basically co-parent. Like, they're a family. Yes. That's a family. But that's and they have won't. done it with grace yeah, and beauty and, like, and they love each other as mothers and they love each other for loving each other's children. Like, what what more can you ask for when the societal ideal doesn't work out? Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. that. Yeah. that's what, that's why wouldn't you strive for kindness and acceptance and security and supportiveness and fun and all those things that are because important really in, in child You
2: just want your kids to be happy and have as little... Trauma. I mean, nobody comes out of life without some scrapes and scabs. No, I mean, that's just how life is. But if you can make life more kind and loving, and well, fun, and you you can take out the negative aspects as yeah. much negativity as you can control to get out of the situation, and sort of just rise above. I mean, because I know when you're newly divorced, you have all those feelings. Uh, but I feel like mine, because I stayed ten years, mine was like a slow cancer death. Like
1: yeah. I knew it was I coming. Feel like that too.
2: I prepared. I didn't have all those raw emotions at the actual put my name on the document, as some people do. Because I stayed so long, I, I can understand that if you're newly divorced and you just found out that he's been having a girlfriend for a while and. You do have all those emotions, but if you can put that in a separate pot yeah, from where you live with your child and deal with your child on a daily basis and then you deal with your ex and his, people, person, whatever, yeah, once then you, I think you come out on top, and once, I think your children come out on top.
0: Once you've moved through, once you've, it's. I think what it's you're great. saying is once you've grieved the relationship. Exactly. But then what you concentrate on in child rearing with someone is making sure your child is safe and secure, because that's mm-hmm. really important, and then making sure they feel supported and taking the next mm-hmm. life step, mm-hmm. whatever that may be. Mm-hmm. That that Those to me are like, I think about those things all the time
1: yeah okay but it's also important that while you're grieving and you're so incredibly hurt at the end of your divorce that your child's needs you still defer to those yeah yes because i can see some people being so distraught and so hurt and so angry and especially if you feel incredibly wronged about wanting and betrayed about wanting the other person to suffer but in having the other person suffer, your child suffers as well. And yeah. so it's and the really other person hard. doesn't really suffer. No, you're, you're right. You're, putting you're right. It's not all
2: on you, and I yeah. think that's where people don't. When you carry a grudge or when you're angry at the the, the other person, has no idea. And they don't care all that, and they don't care. And so the only person that's is hurting is you and mm-hmm. your child. That's all. I agree. I have, it
1: is so hard to stay in anger. Well, I mean, it to is me, it's hard. called it's so much energy to stay in anger and stay in hurt and all of that than it is yeah. to stay in happy and optimism. Sure <laughs> yeah. yeah. I well, I do have. Live here. Um,
2: I have a friend who, you know, his mother was betrayed and they had a divorce and it was not amicable and it was, it was really bad and it was traumatic for him as a child and his, his he his mother was an alcoholic and. He always talks about, you know, when he says, my mother, you know, she was an alcoholic. And, I you know, I ask him point blank, was she an alcoholic before
0: mm-hmm.
2: all of that? Or was she an alcoholic at the end of the divorce? because <laughs> Before,
0: during, <dear>, or after. <laughs> yeah,
2: because to me, you know, I could see. At, at one point, I was so down and so, like, I couldn't believe this is my life. Mm-hmm. Like, this was not the picture that I had and this is my That I could have... I could have easily chosen that path I could have easily done some self destructive uh, behaviors I could have easily done that and I think back in the day divorce was not talked about and divorce was like a big taboo thing and there was other things involved like shame and you know and so I could see that a person might You don't have a circle of friends. It wasn't talked about. You You don't have an outlet for your grief. I mean,
0: let's be honest. Divorce in the past hundred years, like let's say, what, we're in 2023. Mm -hmm. So 1923.
1: Still a taboo subject. Like, it was not something that
0: you did. That was, it it just wasn't.
1: And to be honest, having you guys to talk to about divorce, having my friends who have been through divorce has made it a whole lot easier on me anyway. Because divorce is, it is just, it's a death. Mm-hmm. And right?
2: it's and, a huge group and,
1: I, and i do feel like my my divorce was inevitable my my relationship with my ex-husband it played out it it got to its natural end there was there was nothing that could have happened after the point that it finally ended like it was but, like there was nothing to hang on to like it, it just truly I naturally like, died i feel like that too right and it just i i i mean i truly feel like that i don't I mean, and it's and I know that I mar- I married him before God and all of this, and I really tried to hang on to that for a long time. But I really, even God's like, yeah, th- this is done. You know, I really did not well, feel like when you it was supposed to continue. That has
2: other issues? Yeah. Well, even like in my case, mine did have other issues, but also mine did not want to put effort, effort, real effort. Into saving the marriage. So if you only have one person, yeah, scooping water out of a boat with a leak, it's mm-hmm. going down. Yeah, <laughs> you. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <of> the other <laughs>
1: person's not even rowing. Yeah, like you're and the other not, person yeah, is not just even doing. Anything.
2: And every once in a while, might hand you a, a rag. It's, it's that's not gonna.
1: It's yeah.
2: not gonna work. I mean, you, it. Marriage is work, and it's two people working. Maybe not at the same time, but both people have to have an interest in making it work. They have to
1: have a want. Yeah, you have make to work. make
2: it. You have to want to make it work. And if you don't have that, it's not going to work. And you know, I can speak. Ten years, I spent ten years trying to make it work, but it was only one person. So. Yeah, it is a grief process, and unfortunately, you know the grief process. Even though you learn it, in it has five steps, but they're circular. killer. They're well, not. Yeah, you yeah. Don't go from one to the next to so that. You have different emotions. You can well, have all also, the emotions in one day,
1: but you can also you you repeat them. Yes, you do. So I've I've been divorced for four years, and my ex husband has has been dead for two years, and yet I still find myself mm-hmm. occasionally circling back around to. It really kind of sucks. I didn't get to you live that whole American dream thing, mm. and yeah. then I circle back to acceptance, and I really oh, love yeah. my house, and I love where I am, and I love my relationship with my kids, and I love y'all, and you know what I mean. Like, it yeah. it just circles back to that positive, happy place where I am now, but it doesn't you,
0: like I think about all the time though, like, because the things I miss, I every once in a while I'll miss that like family unit going somewhere. Like yes. traveling, yes, and it's not even it's travel. It's not even being at the house. It's it's going to the zoo or going to Disney or something wow. like that. Um, but it, in terms of like, I don't know, family unit. I don't, I don't know. I just don't. I don't miss that. Um, I don't need that in other aspects of my life. I'll say it that way. Well, you.
1: Know. And I get that. I don't miss, he didn't really, we did a few little, some travel things, but for like the little going to the zoo and here and there, my mom went with us. He didn't, he didn't really do that sort of traveling with us. I miss someone getting up with in the morning Mm -hmm. and that, that other human in my space. But at the same time, I don't want to share my closet. I've only met one person Uh, post-divorce that I would be okay sharing my closet with, and he proved not to be worthy of the closet space. uh, Well, you know what I
2: miss? I miss those little moments. Not the the coffee, because we never had coffee together, really, but I miss the, like, at night. This is going to sound weird. You brush your teeth. You talk about your day. Holding hands. You know, those little things, the little moments. You know having some help every once in a while, you know, getting something in the house, um, looking I at have the someone, kids going, yeah. gosh, he's so good at this. Or yeah. you have that moment where you look at each other and you go, we made this oh, kid and getting, they're amazing. Getting to
0: share things about your kid, yeah. that yeah. that's tough. Because when they do something cool, you're like, who do I share this with? Yeah. Well, who and do it I share this with? Little, who knows who's like this? The little tiny yeah.
2: moments like that. Like, I can remember we had dual sinks and brush our teeth because, you know, my house closed down and and the house getting quiet and putting Christmas out or... He he helped some with that. That was one activity he actually kind of helped with and staying up till 2 a.m., putting the Barbie house together, having somebody to talk to, whisper, you know, those kind of, like, what do you think they want for Christmas? Like, those little tiny moments that aren't really I mean here's but the they're thing, everything and I, I do think miss those things. Part of it
0: when you have children is the God's honest truth is the only person who loves your child as much as you do is your is the yeah. other person who made them. Yeah. I mean uh, their grandparents yes love them. But, but not truly the same, yeah. like the other human that was involved in that loves them as much That's as true. you do. Yeah. And and no other human step parent anybody like friend whatever is ever going to have that same kind of connection like you were talking about yeah. like isn't it, it cool that they just did money, you
1: know, yeah. and i do have a couple of friends who actually have the relationship with their exes where they can text them and say and they share they tag them on facebook look at this think, fabulous thing our kid I think did that but. or they text them and say look at this wonderful thing but they actually have a good mutual relationship afterwards, but I think that's rare. I think it's rare because
2: I send pictures and I tag and I do those things, but I don't get that. Do you know what I'm saying? But Mm -hmm. I think that that is important, and maybe it's just because he lives in a different state. I I think it's important that he knows, and I'm proud of her, and I want him to be proud of her. That's right. his daughter or his son, and I want him to know these things about them even though he doesn't live with them. I mm-hmm. mean, you forget how much little things happen in your house that you both see, and then when you're not both seeing them, if there's nobody
0: oh, documenting as the, it, as then, the historian, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: then it gets lost and they might not know. Like, yeah. I did mess up, and I did not say... Something about a, an award that she got, and then he was like, "Oh, she got an award." And I was like, "Oh shoot, I forgot to send him." Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think Trump worked. when she got her gold yeah. medal,
0: and I was like, "Oh." I recorded an award ceremony recently that I wasn't sure that my ex came to, mm-hmm. and I did it, and then he he I realized he was there, but I did it to make sure that he we had documentation. Head. Yeah, well, I think
2: have that's to, important yeah. for kids it too is. that the that the father and the mother both say. We're so proud of you for
1: X. Yeah. Okay, but we this also, you do this. don't you also feel like it is very important that if, let's say at some point, you and your significant other get to the point where you want to include your kid, but that he is okay with you sharing those things with your ex-husband. Yeah. You know, and that you're, every, all the parties involved need to be okay with communication for the good of the kid. Okay,
2: this is the cheesiest thing, but I love, there's this meme out there, and it's a kid on the soccer field and all you see is the backs of the parents and it says mom, dad, stepdad, stepmom. And they are they all have a shirt on with his number, but they all, and they're all sitting
1: okay. together. As, as a teacher, I had one kid that I had, I think he was in my ACT prep class. And, and I'm good friends with his family, but every parent, teacher night, every parent of his came. His mom, his dad, Mm -hmm. his mom's Mm -hmm. husband, his dad's wife, like they all four parents showed up for everything. They sat there and talked and chatted you, like everything, but they all supported the kid. You cannot
0: ask for better than that. No, that, that, is, that is the goal. What that means is that kid gets four parents. Yes,
1: yes. and four parents, active that are, parents. But four yeah. parents who are, no matter what they may have actually felt for each other, you never knew in public because no. they would never, you know. Right. And I have no idea. As far as in public, I ever saw it was they all loved each other. Yeah. But, you know, but if you, even if you don't care for your ex or their person, it doesn't matter. You are, at, at the point when you get divorced, your goal then becomes yeah better for my kid. But what is better for my kid? What is, is the best thing the for my kid? The truth
0: is, after your divorce, you can't have any kind of romantic opinion about your ex. No. no. Ever again. No. no.
1: And why would you want to? No.
0: I mean, no. you. it didn't work out.
1: No, and, like, and to be honest, really... whatever reason it was that you got divorced, you go, okay, good lesson learned. Yeah. You and I had a kid. Yeah. We're going to make sure that this kid has the best life possible between us. And that, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean yeah. to me, that's well, that's kinda, the
2: ultimate fault. Yeah, and I have seen a lot of that
0: n- no. not happen. Oh, yeah. I, I think, off like most of the time, it doesn't happen.
2: But I think that's because people let their
1: emotions get in the way. Yeah. Oh, I agree. Well, it's It's so it hard to hard. Be, be feel betrayed. Okay. And then be kind to the person that well, was the betrayer. This is
2: this is tens of thousands of dollars of therapy speaking. Yes. The hardest Ra- lesson. Raise a
0: glass to freedom. freedom. <laughs> um,
1: but <laughs> what the two? <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Everybody's all on the same
0: page, baby. But something he can never take can away. away. Okay, I can't
2: sing like you I'm can, sorry. but I'm, I'm, I think I can. Um. But the two hardest lessons that I learned were this was not about me the affair was not about me had nothing to do with me it felt like it had something to do with me because it was my marriage but it had nothing to do with me the other thing that I learned that has been very handy is my therapist would always say take one step back and view your life don't be in it emotionally take one step back like you're not a participant you're a spectator and when you do that, your mind shifts into a different place. And it kind of takes that raw emotion out of it
1: so that you're more practical. Okay. And you can see the positives. I and do that. Uh,
0: I do that all the time because I'm a director. So I step outside myself all the time and go, what objectively can I look at here? Right. What am I doing wrong? But if it's you do that, constant. it takes
2: it takes the emotion out of it. And, yeah. But A lot of therapists don't teach that, but I actually happened upon a very, very good one. And when I did that, things changed for the ultimate
1: better for me. Like, I
2: can't even explain to you. It's like overnight,
1: the sun came out, the (laughs) The (laughs) bluebird of happiness was on my front porch. But but you can count your blessings a whole lot easier when you don't have that... Because it seems to me when we get mired down, we have this like curtain of, uh, just this black curtain in front of us that's keeping us from seeing all the good things because it's making sure our focus is on the hurt. Yeah. And when you can step out of yourself, that curtain opens and allows you to see, even if you don't have any money and you're having to rent a crappy apartment because you don't, you know, you can't do all that. But if you have your kid. And you have a crappy apartment. You're not having to live with friends or parents. And you have furniture and you have a job. I mean, all of these things, it it they're blessings. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it allows you to see that. But you have to detach. You have you to do. detach and your emotion, like would well, this happen to me? And it is it is so hard. Ta- and there's there are it. point there have been points in my life where I have wanted to hold on to that mm-hmm. because it's almost like it helped me hold on to that part of my life that I didn't really want to let go of. Wow. So it's just to be able to step out of yourself and see where you really are and the blessings in your life It's just... Well, I think it just helps everything. And I think when I did that,
2: I think I became a better person. I know I became a better mother. I wasn't mm-hmm. doing that crying all the time. I told y'all that story, right?
1: Yes, yes. Oh. I think we've got that on one. Yes. Well, that's you know, that's one of the reasons my closet is my happy space mm-hmm. because when we were going through divorce, I would go sit in the closet and cry. Mm-hmm. But it was also but it was also when my ex-husband went to I don't know rehab the I don't know third fourth fifth I don't know he went so many times but when he went one of the big times um, I moved all his clothes out of the main closet and I I made it mine and when he came back I didn't want him back in my closet my closet had become my safe space when, yeah. they, when I needed to be upset and I didn't want the kids to hear me I went to the closet. The, the the only place in my house that was truly organized to a T was my closet. Like it was it was truly it was it, I, it, I felt good in that space everything was in its space. I felt like I was nobody could hear me and I didn't want him moving back in. And so when he came back from rehab that I was like I, I don't know where you're putting your clothes but you're not putting them in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, we talked about building a whole other closet and so as weird as it is my closet kind of became that, yeah. that weird. It's a yeah. metaphor. Well it is and now <laughs> But it's like, if you, if, and I haven't dated a ton, but when I've dated, it's truly that running in the back of my head are, are you worth closet space? Yeah. Like, is this relationship? I feel that way about my house.
2: Space? Even though this, I picked this house when I moved back home as a landing pad, a little nest to get my child through high school and end of life stuff. Mm-hmm. And so. It was never supposed to be my permanent house. However, I'm very careful who I let in my house. I'm very careful with that space, which is kind of odd to me because I still, I'm not that attached. I mean, I am attached to the house, but I'm not in love with my house. Right. Well, but but it's different because you've been
1: able to make every decision in your house. That's like Before I met the one person, I really thought my best case scenario for a relationship was to have somebody live across the street from me. Oh, I we could see be married or whatever. I totally agree with that. But, there, but <laughs> yeah. we were not going to live in the same space. And yeah. then I met this one person. And was like, oh my gosh, I could, I could see I read, myself living with him. Hey, I read an and article, and it just, I mean, but I was, I clearly don't have a good picker. So I read an article back about to this one.
0: lately, where like a lot, no, no, I didn't read an article. My therapist told me about this scenario that a lot of women who are like post-divorce or like. Just just like mid midlife. Like um are when they get into relationships what, that's both of us bonding. Well no, it, it's just <laughs> me too. It is me too. We're, we're all midlife. I, I would say we're midlife. It's a
1: wide range I'm midlife. Not, but okay, go ahead. Go ahead. And
0: but like but they when they get into serious relationships, people keep separate residences because they're used to their separate residences. And then they, you know, see each other when they want to or and I think that's so, not done enough.
1: <laughs> well, that's it. yeah. But you know? I didn't. But I didn't expect to not feel that way. And then yeah. I met this one person, and I was willing to give up my whole world, to to have this life with this other person. Not just you know, I would have moved. You know, it just like it just when you meet that one person that you spark with, and you really feel like it's them. It, it your perspective changes, and I guess right. I have that knowledge now. I don't necessarily I don't know. I'm back to having some. I think like I'm the same that the I do.
2: I think the Victorians had it right. Which is what, what? they had separate bedrooms. listen um, and they had bedrooms. conjugal no. visits. Beth? Everybody okay. slept well. Think about it. Think but, about no. it.
1: Beth? Everybody
2: I, got a good night's sleep no. and I agree had with sex. You 100%. What could
0: be any better? <laughs> the, the person I'm dating right now, anytime we've like <laughs> talked about anytime this topic has come up, I'm like because my house is is such that like whoever lives upstairs has their own wing. Basically, mm-hmm. it's just a whole floor, and I'm literally like, you could have your own wing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you would only have to come downstairs to see me and go then go back upstairs.
1: Well, that's true. So, now I do have I have a a bedroom down here with a bathroom. I could have someone live downstairs. Listen, I think I Catherine said to
0: Jones said that. I don't think they have separate bedrooms, but I think she said the key to, ha- to a happy marriage was separate bathrooms. Mm. Okay, now I can see that. Yeah, I hardly
2: right.
1: <laughs>
0: and a
2: maid to clean the oven. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing that ever, ever again. <laughs> oh.
0: Sorry, that's
1: all my right. disclaimer. We may have gotten off topic a bit. No,
0: well, I, I, think think so. I think I it's think been it's been all about like... Um, what's next Yes, in terms of next humans for yeah. the other person Everybody or for us. Everybody has next year. But
1: I think we've also kind of touched on the absolute need to let go of animosity. The
2: old, the old relationship. The old relationship,
1: yeah. the animosity, anything, all of that yes, anger, anything. Like when that divorce is final, even if you have to do some sort of Like, my ridiculous ritual was I put all of my journals and everything I had written over the marriage, all of the discovery I had to turn in for the divorce, I put it in a big, well, actually, I think it ended up in four, like, plastic tubs, I, I taped them up, and I buried them in my attic. You know, there it's gone. Like and to me, it it it's buried. Well, and I, no, never throw that away. You okay, gotcha. Up, you might gotcha. need it. Well, sometime. I I won't. I wouldn't need it for anything because my ex-husband passed away, and and I don't know that my kids would want to read any of that. But if I ever wanted to write a book, yeah. and oh, yeah. needed some source material, I have got. I could, and I have gone back and looked, and it has been very interesting to see the naive girl that I was at. 25 or 26 and the naive girl that i was at 42 and the naive girl that i was at 50 i mean you know what i mean like it's like like i just it's just different i don't know i've learned a whole lot of lessons and it's been really sort of interesting for me to go back and look at that and so I, I keep them i keep it all just and sometimes i have to go back and look at it just to remind myself if i get idealistic and go wait 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 that's not really how things work. Right. Yeah. And let, let's go revisit. But I don't ever go get back in those boxes. Yeah. Those boxes well, are buried in the to. attic. My kids can throw them away if they want to. If I don't ever get back in them to them to write a book, I can. they can throw them away if they want to. But to me, taping it all up and sticking it up there was sort of a, I am done with this. It's filed. It yeah. is filed. It is done. It is put away. Okay. I never have filed. to see it again.
2: Mine is filed. However, I do did have to get it back out because he took me back to court. See? That's, yeah. And because mine is still alive and still fighting some things, I will keep mine, and I have two friends that I've told about it, and hopefully if something happened to me, they would go and destroy it because it does have some things in there that my children should never
1: know about their father. Yes, and I'm happy to go do that for you. <laughs> Thank you, honey. Or just... Hold on to you and Rebecca. Me. <laughs> I'll <get> you <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, but yeah, you, you know. Oh.
2: So I like to say, you know, and this is—it's going to sound terrible, but m- my thing is, you know, that is my past, and and it is my children's present that they mm-hmm. have the, a father, and I'm glad that they have a relationship with their father, but. Where he goes from there is none of my business. Yeah. It's up to him. No. And that's up to him to do. And if he makes good decisions or bad decisions, that's also none, none of yeah. my business. Exactly. All right, so and I'm very
1: happy when he has a girlfriend. Yes. All right. Now that's and that's a good that's, one. That's probably a topic for a future podcast. But I do know that talking about relationship with our kids and their parent their other parent. I know that at one point, my, my the last Christmas we all had with my ex-husband, it was actually a COVID Christmas, mm-hmm. but he got very angry because he felt like I was manipulating the time of my kids and that I wasn't allowing him to see them. But what had actually happened was that I planned my Christmas with my kids and it was up to him to plan his Christmas with his kids. And he didn't, you know, it was that relinquish, you you want a Christmas, you plan it, you know what I mean? It's that setting those boundaries and allowing your ex to develop a relationship with your kids on their own terms and because we as women tend to control and take care of a lot of the little things for our kids and plan plan and make sure they
0: they meet their needs. And they, to be perfectly frank, in my experience, mine does not. Make sure that like they're picked that, up on time. What he makes, it, yeah. yeah, that those. But things.
2: do you think that's because? Because I you are so good at it. Yeah. Because I handled it. That, and that's, that's, that's how that's I feel like too. We you it. have to let them.
0: I have to remind.
2: Be able to do it, and yes. this is. I had a friend that um had a husband, and she kept saying he doesn't do it the right way, and I thought, you know, but if really? he does it, oh my gosh. But listen, but really, men do things differently than women. I mean that's just yeah, a given. And so a man that you're divorced from is going to do things differently than you do. You have to let them have that unique relationship with their father and you have to have your 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 unique relationship. And if you're plan, if you have this extravagantly planned Christmas, that's great. And if they don't that's great too. Yeah. you have to be accepting and be willing to say I
1: let go of all strings because well, that's you you don't have any say in it. Well and it's also so because my daughter was older and my kids it was what is her cheer schedule? Yeah. you know what you can find that at the high school website
0: mm-hmm. and I
1: quit providing yeah. things. I was like you uh, know, you know yeah. these things are out there. You need them. I need you to be... I was as the parent. I, nobody gave it to me. I went and found it. Yeah. So I need... You're going to have to do the but same thing. But that's a hard it was, role. That's it, a it very is. hard it, role. It was a hard role, but at the same time, I needed for me to quit controlling that and allow him to create a relationship with them that was not me creating his relationship for him. Well, I just had to step back we I were was in a different we
2: were, yeah I was I was the Girl Friday
1: mm-hmm.
2: and actually I've had conversations post divorce with my ex he would say what is this what is this what is this schedule could you run an errand for me who did mm-hmm. we who were our clean <laughs> who do we use for cleaners who was our plumber who was our, and I was just like at some point, if you were the person that provided all that, you have to stop.
1: Yeah, you have to let go and let and them you have figure to let it out. Come even up though, with them. even, yeah, and that's just, yeah. Anyway, that, that's probably a, a great topic that we topic could really delve way. into later is setting those mm-hmm. boundaries. But
2: then, you know, when you're dealing with another person, another woman, she's going to have her way that yes. she does it. You also have to be gracious and allow her to do the mothering, stepmothering, well, he the way does. That she does it.
1: You don't have to be gracious. You have no choice. Right. right. Oh, I think yeah. you have
2: to be gracious because I think if... I'm I'm way far out. I've been divorced seven years. So my perspective is different maybe than Lauren's mm-hmm. because she's only been divorced a year and I really have no emotional attachment to that. Now, my husband, my ex-husband can push my buttons. Oh, yeah, and it happens sometimes. I,
0: yeah, but I agree. I don't you, have an emotional attachment, but you have, to,
2: but you have to be gracious. Yes. You have to be loving and kind okay. and gracious okay. so, and allow the other person to do
1: their thing. All right, so here, I guess what I'm hearing is, though, you have no choice in allowing. They're going to regardless. But you have to be gracious for yourself mm-hmm. because you don't really have a choice in the situation. And that keeps you on the positive side of things and keeps you in that space to be there for your kid. Right, because if yes. you're not gracious, it's going to be anger,
0: and you won't be there for your kid. Right, like yeah. you should be. Yeah, because you're going to be in that place of anger, and as, it, that especially conflicts when your kid really cares about the the situation yeah. your new partner is or your, that your ex partner is in yeah. with their new partner. Yes. yes, like if they like that person, like that person. Yes, like you're, you're we're, all we're all big fans. Right. Yeah. if they're kind, great. Yes, go for it. Like awesome. Yeah,
1: but here at the same time. Even if they're not kind, there's nothing you can do about it.
2: No. they don't no, need to feed nothing. anything yeah. with that. Oh, You know no, what I mean? Yeah. So,
1: yeah. Well, all right, ladies. Would y'all, what are y'all doing this week to create a life you love? Anything? I know you just got back mm-hmm. from New York. So I, I some did some just get days. back from New
0: York, so yeah. I had a really good life. you've
1: you just it. created a life. You week. have been <laughs> loving your life for so, a week.
0: So, this next week, I have to really delve into rehearsals, and but it's still stuff that, that makes me love. really happy. I had a great rehearsal this afternoon, so looking forward to a week of just really solid rehearsals and getting a little cleaning done, you know, that kind of stuff. Good. What about you?
2: I'm going to look on the bright side, and my child is at your camp. So, I'm going to work, but I'm also going to... Cater to myself and fix the foods that I like and oh, rest. I'm still on the quest for the eight hours. Oh, good, good. And good. I think it's working. I was really tired this last, last week, but I had a lot going. So I'm going to try to be kind to myself and get some rest. Um, I have a couple projects that I'm looking into. So okay. am excited about that.
1: What are you doing? Well, let's see. I moved my kid or I helped move my kid pensacola this past weekend so my oldest is now yes okay he is now in pensacola he's going to pursue his master's degree at a university down there and so he is gone And so it was i loved that he wanted me to be a part of that he actually asked me to go so that made me feel like a good mommy i loved it so we i drove down um his brother drove his jeep down and then i drove down um with, with his dog. With his dog, <laughs> yes. I took his dog, um, and Dixie, and all of his televisions. They didn't have TVs for oh, 24 my. hours because I had them all in my car. And drove down um, yesterday and came back today. So I really enjoyed that. And then this week, I actually have a conference in Birmingham. Mm-hmm. So I have an overnight. So it nice. two nights in Birmingham. And it's one of those conferences. I, as a tech coach with my job, there are some, some conferences I get to go to, conferences, I get to go to and I just get to play the mm-hmm. whole time. It's not really, it's not work. It's like I get to learn all of the fun things to get that right. to bring back yeah. to teachers. And this is going to be one of those really fun conferences that I get to yeah. go to. So yeah. I guess I kind of I have a work fun thing yeah. going on this weekend. Yeah. But then I don't work Friday and then we have a white party. Yes. Oh, this weekend. We've oh, all God. The day on the is on Saturday night. Yeah. And we are all doing that. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yay. So, yeah, so we all get to Danae on Blanc yes. this Saturday. So, all in fun, white, So, so white. that'll be fun. Yeah. Me too. I'm going to I go got, find it out. Yeah, I I get get table. I yeah and left. listeners, if you've never heard of Danae on Blanc, look, it, look up. it up. It's it is fun. everywhere and it is it's a lot of fun.
2: fun. So. It is fun.
1: So. All right. Well, shall we? Yes. Cheers. 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 Have a great yes, week. It's going to be a wonderful week. It's going to be good. Thank y'all for joining us for Champagne Sunday. See you yeah. next week, girls. See you. So you cheers. Have a good week. Cheers. Yeah, cheers.